0: This one is for the boy, with the booming system. Top town AC This is life up with up a Monica day Matthews. Day somebody's like got to say it. And he ill, he real, he might get a deal. He pop bottles and he got the right kind of bail He cold, he dope, he might sell her He always in the air, but he never fly couch. Gee, a drip, When he make a drip, drip, kiss him on a lip, That's the kind of dude I was looking for. And yes, you'll get slapped if you're looking home. I said, excuse me, you're a hell of a guy. I mean, you like pelican fly. I mean, you know who this is? You better. She's influencing your children. Who the F.I. is. I that's right. <laughs> yep, I know it too. Welcome to my music industry. you <laughs> talked about the boom, 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 boom. Yeah, your kids know this. Mm-hmm. You're six-year-olds actually. <laughs> and why does that matter? Well, because according to a latest poll coming from uh, the Wall Street Journal and NBC News, um, Americans place less value on the importance of patriotism, religion, and having children than they did two decades ago, a shift driven largely by the changing views of who? Younger Americans. Now, as an artist, as a Grammy-nominated singer... Who has voted for the Grammys over the years. On the board of voting. Which has always been an honor for me. Uh, anytime rap artists. Or hip hop artists. Came into uh, my, my voting realm. I would uh, negate to vote. I exercised my right. To choose not to vote. In that particular genre. Particularly if it was with a group of folks. Who I already knew were going to win. And they influenced my culture adversely. So. My career in radio actually started with talking about politics. And one, and I, I talked about faith, life, and politics. And I still do. It's just kind of another radar now these days, right? And I kind of want to get back to the heart of people because your heart influences how you vote. Your heart matters because whenever you get into the voting booth, that's what you're coming in with. Are your fears, your hopes, your disappointments, your anger, your wrath, your safety, your need for prosperity and sustenance. All those things, your biases, your discriminations, all those things come in with you, right? So I'd rather focus on the whole person. Well, as an artist, I've always asked myself, as an artist, do I influence culture with my songwriting and my beats and my rhythms and all my lyrics? Or does culture spend more time influencing me? Which came first, the chicken or the egg? In studying more about hip hop from a ministerial perspective, I can tell you that the spiritual nuances behind hip hop are pretty interesting. And they're intricately woven from a strictly cultural perspective of hip hop. Most people would innocently look at it and say and rap and say most of you kind of marry the two. But they are two distinct different forms of artistic expression. And I use artistic very loosely. (laughs) for both of those mediums, okay, for both of those genres. And this isn't to slight anyone. This is me uh, saying it exactly how it is. Because when I see a generation of American children, and even children across the pond, and my German relatives who are angry, who are fed up, who are rebellious, who are not patriotic, who do not believe in a higher power, who do not take care of their neighbor, who do not love themselves, Who are in a constant state of rebellion, and I look at the music they listen to, I don't have to look far. I will generally speaking find a music that is birthed and steeped and cultivated in a consistent spirit of rejection and a mind and heart set of rejection. And so I thought, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little bit a little bit of uh A little bit of research on this just to bring to you guys, just because spiritually speaking, again, I could get into deep, deep nuances of this, um, but I don't want to lose you. I just want to keep it simple. I want to keep it so that you can see how music really is influencing our culture and that it's not an innocent medium. And it is something for you to pay attention to. What are you taking in? What are you allowing your little ones to take in? Right. Because it's everywhere and it's cool and it's hip and it's sexy. I mean, let's be real. So, but some things are really costing us. And as most of you scratch your head and go, why are we so divided? Why is everybody so pissed off? Why why can't we all get along? Why can't we disagree with each other? Agree to disagree. What happened to America as we knew her? You can look to the artistic expression in film and in music and the visual arts as well, and you can see in our education, but education's also infiltrated with All of these artistic endeavors as well, mainly technology, things that your kids are, you know, uh, subject to. So listen to this. One of the, you know, a lot of people tend to think hip hop is a religion and it's not. But hip hop is definitely a culture and it definitely has rules of engagement. So speaking truth to power is one of those things that, you know, keeping it real But speaking truth to power, so it's like the need to tell the truth is fundamental to hip-hop. Telling the truth is the element that gets hip-hop into the most controversy because it also serves to highlight the nature of life for the streets, spelled with T-Z, and the poor. It tells the stories through rap music that others are afraid to touch. The stories of inner-city life, crack addiction, prostitution, cocaine, gangsterism, violence, police brutality, and the effects of policy wonks, disconnected policy. Hip-hoppers consider those that want to silence hip-hop as enemies of the truth. Now, remember what we talked about with things being turned around and backward, right? Especially with codependency, people calling that which is evil good in the name of love. So this form of expression, apparently, according to, uh, where am I? I'm at newsstatesman.com. This is a blog about hip-hop. When, and I can only assume this person who wrote it is in favor of hip hop because it has that, that level of bias. And that's fine because you're going to hear some things in here and hear nuances where you're going to go, oh, okay, now I get it. <laughs> but anytime something is, you know, we think we're truth tellers. About something, and maybe you are telling the truth. There is crack addiction, there is prostitution, there's cocaine, there are black men sitting in prison who have no business being in prison over an ounce of pot. I mean, come on. There are discrepancies within policy and and biases and prejudices, and we know that about the world. It's the world, it's the world doing what the world do. That's there's my proper English. It's just the world doing what it do. And so, but how do you overcome that? With rebellion? With anger? With influencing an entire generation to continue in rebellion and anger? What about ascending? What about ascension? And how are you going to rise above the fray in rebellion? All rebellion ever leads people to is a lower level of bestial living. And I use that term on purpose because in my ministerial studies, we have two facets of our existence that we can live from at any given moment. And one is our bestial nature, and one is our higher nature. It's our spirit nature. So for people who, they don't offend me when they're like, oh, we're all animals. And some church people get all nuts about that. And I'm like, well, actually, you're not lying. We all do have, we are higher than the animals, but we all do have an animalistic nature from the fall of man. But we can live above that. And so any genre of music that romanticizes, that glorifies, that, um, that monopolizes, that can monetize poverty, hell, destruction, and death, I'm not for that. And so you want to know why patriotism and religion and each other are low on the totem pole for our young Americans? You can look no further to certain, quote, artistic endeavors like this. So speaking truth to power, what kind of truth are you talking just in rebellion, changing the game. Hip-hop is a revolutionary culture that revels in its irreverence. Here you go. This is the crux of my story. A hip-hop-driven life has no time for what? Tradition. Hip-hop is a culture of permanent rebellion, a constant challenge to the status quo, making it a culture of outsiders. Hence, hip-hop is in a constant state of flux and becoming As soon as hip-hop appears to be fixed, it shifts. Think about that. You've got trap music. You've got all of these other elements. And we have things happening in my own city, in the city of Atlanta, which is huge in this particular genre of music. Trap, rap, hip-hop, urban, R&B, adult, contemporary, all these things that are very urban-centric come right out of my city. And you see where there are gang affiliations, shootings, fire bombings of our police and their houses because they don't want the cops living next to a trap house. What do you think a trap house is? If, if, I, if you just took what I just read to you out of a publication, not my words, and applied it to an entire culture and mindset, what is a trap house? It is a house of outsiders that get together and continue to to nurture this belief that they're always going to be outside and they always have to practice rebellion with irreverence and speak the truth to power with irreverence and rebellion. When has that ever worked? We live in the freest country in the world. We live in the land of opportunity. Are we perfect? No. Is any nation perfect? No. Will we ever be perfect? No. But we have been placed here with a higher power in all of us. We've been created by an infinite being who I don't believe we have to be ruled and governed by the stars and all that stuff. I had to cover that in my last podcast. Okay? But until we break out of alignment and agreement with the codependency of, well, it's just culture. It's just cool, man. It's all over our movies. Our kids are bouncing to it. And then you scratch your head at night, you go through your Twitter feed, and you go through the division and the gang violence and the killing in Chicago and our kids dropping out of schools and pregnancy rates and 60% of babies in Georgia are born on Medicaid. And you look at all these cultural things that are romanticized by a culture of rebels. It is not okay. Save yourself the hashtag For another Me Too movement We're going to talk about that in the next podcast (laughs) But this is hashtag This all equates to death, hell, and destruction I'm all about Bringing things to the light of the struggle of our lives Because we, hello, country music I was raised on that mess Give me a dead dog and a busted up marriage and a beer At a bar full of drunks And look, white people do it too (laughs) So, misery is an equal opportunist (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I don't like that kind of country music Any more than the next person right Because we were created for joy For peace for life And for unity until next time You can follow me everywhere in the world iTunes Stitcher TuneIn CastBox Google Play Pocket Cast, Radio Public iHeart Monica at MonicaMatthews.com with your dear Monica letters do not send me hate because I'm going to pray For you and it's going to turn around you're not going to like it Alright there you go, that's right. Is that positive stuff? What? 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 <laughs> Turn the channel. <laughs> Until tomorrow. Be nice to yourself and your neighbor. I love you.